Welcome to the Dr. Diamond Podcast, where doctors learn from industry experts proven methods to grow their practices like the top 1%. And now your hosts, President of OfficeAutomated.com, Robert Barton, and the CEO of New Patient Group, founder of the Dr. Diamond Club, national keynote speaker, and featured in Dental Economics, Forbes, and CNBC, Brian Wright. Welcome back, Dr. Diamond Club podcast listeners, to episode number 12. A great episode today. We're going to be interviewing with Dr. Robert Barton, the other co-host of the Diamond Club and president of Office Automated. How are you doing, Robert? I am great. How are you, Brian? Doing good, man. Excited for the episode. So tell us more about Office Automated. Why did you create it? Some of the great things it's accomplishing. Tell us more about that. Yeah. So, you know, about seven years ago, I sat down with a staff member who had used to work for me and she uh, was coming back to work for me. And as I sat down with her, you know, I had to go back over the phones, you know, remember how we answer the phone, remember how we greet the patient, remember how we do this, remember how we do that. And it occurred to me that I did not have really anything written down. There was really no recipe for her to follow. It was really, you know, I, I was training her just like I had trained her the first time. And of course, how I was training her the second time and how I trained every other staff member that came through my, my, my office and my practice, it was just basically ad hoc. And it was, it was, you know, it depends on how long uh, that, that staff member had been with me as to how I remembered how I trained them the first time. <laughs> so because I had nothing written down, it was really, uh, a, it was really a struggle. So I ended up trying to research and figure out, well, how can I document how an office should run? and hold a staff member accountable to it, and so on and so forth. So as I was searching for a solution for this, I realized that large corporations have solutions like this. They're enterprise-type solutions. And but, but as I was researching them and trying to see if I could use that for my particular practice, uh, it, it became apparent they're very expensive. I mean, we're talking you know $100,000 price tags to even kind of get started, if you will. And because that was not a direction I wanted to go, we began to look at the possibility of, of building it. And that's really where that journey started. It was, it was really to be able to hold a staff member accountable to a process and have a way that all staff members could interact with that process and, uh, and then cross-train within that process as well. So what it's done as we've developed the, the software over the last uh, six years, and the current version has been on for the last four years. But what's that, what it's done is it's really smoothed out the operation with regard to creating a system or a process within the practice, holding those staff members accountable. And then when new staff members come on, we just plug them into the, to the system. And it's, it's, you know, it's really been fantastic. I love it. Well, listeners, I mean, what he just told you, in, in my opinion, is the ultimate form of internal marketing. And we talk about that on the show quite a bit and why I love our partnership, Robert, because I've seen what that platform has done for our dental practice clients, orthodontists, et cetera. And there's nothing else like it. I mean, getting staff members on the same page, documenting systems, things like that. It might not be the – I equate it to drafting an offensive lineman in football. No fans get excited when that's who you draft. But the facts are, without an offensive line, it doesn't matter what other position players you have, you're going to fail. And it's the same thing with this. No matter what marketing you do, without the internal systems documented and a staff to follow it, then all of your marketing that you do outside your practice fails. And I just think it's a brilliant, a brilliant product. So what have you seen? Uh, you know, tell me more about what your clients and, and the results they're seeing 
some of the spaces you're in. I know you're involved with chiropractic, dental. Uh, are you involved in any other areas too? Yeah, we have medical, we have, uh, you know, businesses like florists, uh, we have you know, a lot of different verticals that use this. And we have different clients use it at different levels. It depends on how organized a client wants to be. And to use the football analogy, it's a little bit like blocking and tackling, you know, it's, it's that just grunt work that no one really wants to do. And we have a way that I teach to have your staff members actually document their own systems and processes. And if you think about it, you know, the business owner is not going to want to get in there per se and, and, you know, document all these things. I mean, that would be nice, but you know, who wants to do that? I don't want to sit down and do that myself. And so what we do is we delegate the activity to the employee who's actually doing those set of tasks. And we actually divide everything into a task. You know, if you have an insurance person, at a medical office or a dental office or any other type of healthcare provider, they have a finite number of activities that they accomplish within a daily, weekly, monthly, or maybe even yearly basis. And it's just a matter of identifying those activities and then, and then documenting uh, how they do them. And that could be by written, of course, in our digital office manual that's accessible to all staff members and also divisible by locations then you have that standard in there and then any other staff member can go in and look at that and they has video in it and audio and then written text or any combination that, that you want as well as, you know, files. And you can really make it easier for anyone to follow the recipe of that particular task. And so what we found is that the businesses who take the time to do this really smooth out their operations. They make staff turnover pretty much a non-issue. And I have certainly, as a business owner for over 20 years, I have had many occurrences where a staff member comes to me and says, you know, hey, I'm, I'm leaving or I'm, I've found another opportunity or I'm having a baby or whatever the case may be. And you immediately have this dread that says, oh, my gosh. I mean, in, in a insurance person, for instance, and you know it's going to affect cash flow, then you have to start scrambling around trying to figure out what you're going to do to replace this person. You, you need to know how they do their job. And if they've been with you a long time, you know how they do their job. If it's not written down somewhere is it's a hard thing to figure out. And depending on the transition between that insurance person and the new person coming on, they may have a very limited amount of time of overlap. And if there's no overlap, then you're really stuck. And I've seen all those situations with business owners. I've seen some come to me in panic because they have no earthly idea what this person did and they left uh, abruptly. And so when you have all this, all these documented, you really smooth out the operation within uh, a practice and you give a lot of security to those employees as well, because they know they're practicing or working within a, a system and everyone's held to that same standard. Um, I could probably go on and on. I'll probably leave it at that for you, but you know, those are those are some of the, the issues that we have found as business owners for over 20 years. And we've seen a lot of different situations that this solves. Well, I can tell everybody out there that, you know, we use this platform to run uh, my company's new patient group, the Dr. Diamond Club. And the platform flat out works. I mean, you, you need to give it a try. It's, it's an absolute no brainer. What I like most about it's the accountability piece and also the digitalization of your business piece. A lot of practices, a lot of businesses have some form or fashion, a, a binder on the shelf that has some, you know, some systems in it that they bought from another company. It's actually not even technically their systems. It's just a template that another thousand clients of theirs get as well. I love how you can take the binder off the shelf, digitalize it, 
put it in what you said, audio, video, uh, you know, Word documents, PDFs, and then how that links into HR to hold the staff accountable. Talk about that a little bit more. Yeah, it's one of the favorite. I mean, as I've done just literally hundreds of demos to business owners, that's literally the most favorite feature that usually gets their attention because every page of the office manual has a button on it that says mark as read. And when the employee clicks that button, it integrates into their automated history within their their HR. And that history is a line by line accounting of every single keystroke that the employee makes within the system. And when they click that mark is read in the office manual, it shows in the history and a a new feature that literally is just coming online onto the live server is what's called an auto versioning feature. And that allows you to have a policy in the office manual and then you can change that policy. And then, of course, it would change for all employees. You know, everyone's instance of the office manual would also change, but then they it resets the mark is read button so that they can now go in there and mark it read again. And in their history, they have the first version, which is archived, and you could actually click on that link and see that first version policy. And then they have the second version, which uh, is linkable as well. And so what it does is it allows you to set a policy. Uh, You can change that policy as necessary because the business environment is dynamic and you may may need to change something. And then you're going to hold every accountable, every employee accountable to that. Now, the new office manual version as well has... Uh, two buttons on it for each page that says of of all the employees who has read this page and who has not read this page. So literally you can click on the button and see all the employees who have read it and all the employees who have not read it. And that allows you to set a policy, maybe uh, through the internal message center, uh, instruct all your employees to read the page, mark it as read, and then you as the business owner can go back and see who has done that and who hasn't done it without having to go into their particular employee history, which you could research that, but you know, who wants to do that? So we try to make it easier to have, uh, to have the employer or the business owner you know, hold people accountable to, to how they want things done. And it is that one feature, the how it links over to the HR and how it records in their history is by far the most one of the most powerful features of the system because it is all about accountability. You know, that's that's what being a business owner is about. If you let the people run the business or operate within the business how they want to, they'll be 10 minutes late every day. They'll do their own phone procedures. They'll bill when they want to. They'll send out patient statements when they want to. I mean, they they're not going to do things in the best interest of the business owner in most instances. There are exceptions to that, but in most instances, you really have to uh, you know, create a standard and then hold them accountable to that standard. Well, that's awesome. And you talk about the adult in the room a lot, and, and I've adopted that, <laughs> that verbiage with our own clients, in that in order for a business to run, there has to be an adult in the practice, whether that be the business owner themselves or somebody else, there has to be one. And what I like about the platform so much is in many instances, the platform kind of becomes that adult in the room, or at least helps the adult in the room hold everybody else accountable. Speak to that for a moment. Yeah, it's a great concept. You know, without the adult in the room that holds people to a standard, this is a, this this matters not if you're using our software or you're just holding your employees to your current standard, however that is set. If there's not an adult in the room that holds an, an employee or a set of employees to that standard, then they'll just, again, do, the, do things the way they want to. And 
our, our the, the platform, the way it does this is there's some automation with regard to even being tardy, for instance. And if you set the schedule of the employee in the HR and then they bust the threshold. So let's just say they're supposed to be uh, at work at 8 a.m. And you give them a five minute threshold. I like to be a little bit lenient when, when appropriate. I don't want people to take advantage of it and always show up at say 804 if I give them a five minute threshold. But at the same time, I don't want them to be marked as late every time they're, they get there at 801. So we have the ability to set a five minute threshold. And then if they bust that threshold, there's an automatic note that gets put in their file that, you know, if your policy outlines their, the, the disciplinary action with regard to being late. And if you get so many notes in your file within a certain time period, then you might get a warning and then you might get a write up and then you might be sent home and then you might get fired. If all of those things are documented within some system, whether it be our system or any other system, what ends up happening is you protect the business owners protected against unwarranted unemployment claims, or maybe even wrongful termination claims or anything of the sort, because everything is documented and the system is, is the grown up in the room some of the time because you can set, for instance, these, these clock in settings for each employee and then, uh, and then have the system be the bad guy, if you will. So a lot of people don't want to be the grown up in the room because they don't want to be the bad guy. And I get it. But, uh, yeah, I mean, being the grown up in the room is, is all about, or, or, you know, the parent, if you will, it's all about saying, these are the rules and you're going to follow the rules or else this is going to happen. And that's, you know, any effective business that, that runs smoothly has those systems in place. And there is a grown up in the room and they may not always be liked, um, but they're always respected. <laughs> well, and that's the key is, is, is the respect. I mean, the finest organizations on the planet, regardless of the, the type business, just like you said, they run the tightest ships around. And this certainly helps run the tightest ship. I mean, if I had a dollar for every time I heard a doctor in the past 20 years say, I know that I should fire Betty or Nancy or whatever the person's name is, but I don't want to because I don't want to have to go through the interview process again. I don't want to have to retrain them, blah, blah, blah. While this platform isn't going to interview your employees, listeners, it's certainly going to help with the latter portion of it where once you bring them in, it's going to train them for you. Talk a little bit more about the, the automated employee onboarding and, and the training curriculum. So the, the training curriculum is, so we teach people to set their office manual first. Uh, as I said, you write down all the tasks that each each position um, performs within a daily, weekly, or monthly basis. And then you're going to basically document those either by text or by video or whatever. Now, the curriculum is where you can automatically onboard a new employee and you take that same material that's in your office manual, you upload it into the curriculum, but you do it in a way that, you know, you have the first video and then the second video and all the way through. And the, the employee would literally spend a little bit of time in their, during their first week or probably two weeks consuming some content within the platform that's all automated. They're going to have test questions after each one of those that you set and or you can have the staff member who creates that content actually ask the questions because that's usually what happens, right? If I had an insurance person that was leaving, I would have a new insurance person hopefully overlap that, that person leaving a little bit. And then one person is going to teach the other person. But if they teach according to the system that we have in place, it's much more well, much more efficient and they're going to get it done the way that I want it done as opposed to the way that they've just decided to do it. 
The point being that the curriculum allows for an automated, you know, employee onboarding experience, new employee onboarding experience, as well as cross-training. So another issue that we find with small businesses is that people go on vacation, they may go out, out on maternity leave, a lot of different situations, and you need someone else to help cover that position temporarily because the organization is not big enough to just, you know, uh, absorb the work that that person is doing. So someone has to be able to do more than one position in order to have the business, you know, kind of run smoothly. So in our business, our front office people can do the job of the back office people and vice versa. That, that helps uh, tremendously. But um, yeah, the curriculum is just a way that you can take that office manual material and stick it into your curriculum, put some test questions with it. Those test questions, when they answer the questions, it's automatically graded, puts it into their HR file. So you can follow training and cross-training within the HR to see kind of how they're absorbing and, and understanding the material. And again, all this at a small business level is almost unheard of. I mean, it's just not the norm. Uh, this is the way that large corporations train, cross-train, onboard, but it's just not something that was available for small businesses until until relatively recently. Yeah, I love it. And again, I, I feel lucky to be seeing all this firsthand, having our clients use it and, and my own companies. And, you know, it, it's to me, it's the Starbucks theories. For, for those of you out there, I'm going to have Robert talk a little bit more about this. But for those of you out there that if you've worked for Starbucks, you already know this. But if you haven't, Starbucks does video training. If you go in there as a new employee, uh, no one really talks to you. You go through a set of videos and, and tests that follow each video on how to make the coffee and sweep the floor. And that, that test question or those tests are, are stored in your HR folder. And that's how corporate knows on an individual location basis how their people are doing. That is what I, I think that the best way to describe this platform is it does the same thing, but it just does it for the small business. W would you agree? It's exactly what it does. And, and so many large corporations have platforms like this. For instance, the Disney platform is called Disney University. And Target has Target University. And we used to call ours Workforce University because it was kind of along the lines of, you know, the educational system for your particular staff. But we changed it to Office Automated for a number of reasons, which I won't go into right now. But the point is that large corporations have platforms like this, and they actually call them, you know, their corporation plus university. And it's because they have to have a way to scale the onboarding of, of different employees and the different jobs, cross train as well, and then hold people accountable to those processes because a corporation has, you know, think about it, either hundreds or thousands of locations that they're, they're operating within and they have to be able to do it this way. And, you know, a lot of small businesses until they get, so a lot of times what happens is they won't do this type of work until they get to a point where their current systems break the business and then they decide to do the work and they usually have them to backtrack where, you know, it makes a lot more sense to do it more organically, you know, give a, give an assignment. We have a, a customer uh, just recently, a physician practice, in fact, and, and they're going through the process of each position, writing down the tasks. Step one, write down the tasks that you perform on a daily, weekly, monthly basis and you won't get them all the first brainstorming session. So you'll just, you'll, you'll be kind of doing your job and you say, oh, well, there's, there's another one. Let me put that on my list. Oh, and there's another one. Let me put that on my list. And you, you basically complete this list over, say, a week or two week period of time. Then you start to document those, those activities. And if you do this ahead of breaking the business because you grew to too many locations or, 
you have too many employees and then your customer experience or your patient experience begins to break down because you can't manage that many people with just physical, you know, human to human contact and you have to have a way to do it, you know, digitally. Um, it just seems like that's what happens to a lot of businesses. They end up breaking their processes and then they backtrack and perform these activities as opposed to doing it, you know, when it, when they're not under pressure. Yeah. Being proactive as opposed to being reactive. Uh, you know, I, yeah. I mean that, that works for. You mean all those words I said could have been summed up with just that one statement, Brian? <laughs> Absolutely. You could have just shortened it to those two words right there. Okay, that's all right. That's why you're such a great co-host because we both can ramble on forever about something that we otherwise could have said in two sentences or two words. So yeah, be proactive instead of reactive. That's that that's really sums up the platform. It's a proactive um, software as opposed to a reactive software. So there you go. Love it. And listeners, I mean, you guys hear us talk about this with other guests all the time. Everything that Robert is talking about today is internal marketing. It may not be looked at in your eyes like that, but that is why it may not be sexy, but that is why these things grow businesses at far higher levels than any other type of marketing you will do. And you've got to be proactive in your business and you've got to have something that's going to help train your staff and help hold them accountable and do the documentation on your behalf. Uh, tell us more where you can find out about Office Automated, Robert. So officeautomated.com is obviously our website and our physician vertical is physiciansofficeautomated.com. And, you know, of course, we're in the, the dental space and the physician space. Another thing that we do is we have uh, done by our, our attorney as outside counsel. He put together a the HIPAA program. So another nice thing that it does is you you bring a new employee on and you can plug them into the HIPAA training. And, and because you have to have HIPAA training within a 30 day period of time, it's not set in stone, but it's a reasonable period of time, which is generally accepted to be 30 days. And most companies have to pay extra in order to have their employees trained on HIPAA. Now it's not terribly expensive. But it is an extra expense when a new employee comes on. And it's just something that we include within our platform. And he just finished uh, some OIG or compliance training as well. So that kind of tags on to the HIPAA. Literally, I've not put it into the platform yet, but I just he just sent it to me. And so the idea is that you get a little bit of OIG and compliance training. And if you ever had a situation where you were audited either uh, through the their office of, of inspector general or some other government agency. And you can show where you have been proactive and you train your employees on these issues. Even if a, an, an employee messes up and, and does something, at least the business has a culture of compliance. That's what they look for is for the business to have a culture of compliance and you're more protected. Now I can't say that it's going to get you out of any trouble depending on the situation, but having a culture of compliance and being able to show that you have that is a lot stronger position than just saying, you know, hey, we, we just kind of do it willy-nilly around here. Yeah, I mean, that's powerful to say the least. I, I think it'd be great. We should have the HIPAA attorney that you're talking about be a guest. Come on in. Yeah, I think so. Yeah, his name is Simon, and uh, he I'm sure he would have a lot to say, no doubt about it. Yeah, it'd be good stuff. Well, anything else you want to tell the listeners? No, you know, I appreciate it. I, I love working with you as well. Uh, I think that your program, from the standpoint of staff training, is just spot on, you know, being a healthcare provider for over 20 years myself, uh, I use a lot of your material now, uh, the, the verbiage within our, within our practice. And I just think it's spot on. And I, I, I think it's a perfect fit. I love being able to have someone who has thought about the 
anywhere from the phones all the way through the patient experience to the financial presentation, all everything in between. It's all been thought out. It's all been, you know, uh, documented. And then that's what's so powerful to put into a platform like this is to have a complete system of how an employee can plug in and learn the real way that you should speak to patients and handle their appointments and handle their financial clothes and everything in between. I just, I just think it's a perfect fit. So I really appreciate uh, everything that you guys do at new patient group. Yeah, I appreciate it. Thanks so much. And I, I think it's a, a perfect partnership myself listeners. I appreciate you guys tuning in to episode 12. We'll be back uh, shortly and next week with our next episode number 13 and looking forward to talking to everybody soon. We'll have Robert back on as a guest as well someday. But uh, for right now, co-host Brian Wright and co-host Robert Barton signing off, and we'll talk to everybody soon.